Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals His way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon, and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me, because I know you will come out stronger. Hey, Heather, welcome back to Red Hot Mindset. I'm so glad that you are with us today. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Yes, last time. Um, so if you didn't get to listen to the last one with Heather, uh, we went a little bit further into her background. Um, she's a mommy blogger from Lessons From Home, really awesome blog of faith, homeschool, um, dealing with grief, all that stuff. But, um, but last time we talked about embracing uh, a new beginning. And this week, I'm really, really excited because I think this is something that um, probably almost all women struggle with at some point, maybe some more than others. I know I've struggled with it really deeply in the past, uh, is the fear, is facing anxiety. And uh, I think this past year has been very anxiety ridden for a lot of people. And we have been in so much unknown. Um, And I'm just telling you, that's a constant battle. And I'm going to just share for me Um, I mean, I did struggle. I came out of a very deep depression, a severe depression and anxiety in college. I'm healed from it now, but it's a constant battle because as soon as anything changes or, you know, anything rises, that comes back and I have to fight it again, right? So it's not like our battles are ever completely won. We know we have victory over them, but they will come back to try and haunt us. And we have to make sure that we know how to fight them. And so I'd love to hear, have you dealt with anxiety yourself in your personal life? I have dealt with anxiety. And um, again, this is a result from losing my Rebecca. She was eight years old when she was killed in an accident. And uh, I had never had a panic attack before. And it was a couple of days after. And all of a sudden, I, I couldn't breathe. And I walked outside and I was just trying to get like air into my lungs. And I felt shaky and hot and like, you know, like you would picture like red and I I didn't know like what to do with it. And, you know, across my mind, like, what if I'm having a heart attack or what if I'm dying here? And, um, and. And that's when I realized, you know, panic attacks are real and um, a lot of people suffer from them. And uh, as time went on, I learned to deal with the attacks themselves. And aside from the attacks, uh, that extreme overwhelming, you know, can't breathe and the shaking and stuff like that, um, just the over, like the overwhelming anxiety that we face in our everyday lives. And, you know, truthfully, life is hard and bad things happen. We live in a fallen, sinful world, and we are in Satan's domain. And um, people people die, people are murdered. You know, children are abducted, and terrible things happen to them. And I'm not going to list all the terrible things that happen in the world, but I mean, we have reason to feel anxious. You know, and um, there's a lot of uncertainties that we face, and even as moms, you know. Uh, 
you know, right from the beginning questions of, do I breastfeed my child or, you know, am I going to give them tummy troubles if I formula feed and, you know, on up to, you know, my child is now 16 and driving. Do I let him drive with friends, you know, um, things like that. And just learning to, to let go of them, all of that brings anxiety. And then, you know, you have relationships, you know, in your marriage and um, with friends and other family members. And so we live in a society too, that is very fast paced and with very, I feel like there's a lot of expectations that we moms put upon ourselves um, that can cause anxiety as well. And then, you know, you throw in the whole pandemic and the quarantines and people losing their jobs and, you know, being afraid to shop in the stores because you're afraid you're going to catch something and bring it to, uh, you know, a loved one. And, you know, what if you, you know, bring it to your children and they get sick. So there's, there's so many things for us to worry about because life is, is hard. Yeah. Right. Well, and as moms, we don't only worry about ourselves. <laughs> we worry right. about everyone around us, right? We worry about our kids and we worry about our husband and we worry about their job and we worry about our job and we worry about, you know, getting the kids, getting to school, getting their homework done. I mean, there's so much worries. And I feel like my husband doesn't worry about anything. <laughs> he just takes care of himself, right? Not That's not a bad thing. I think that's actually a really good trait, but it's like, but as moms, we put on that role or as we women do. in general, I think we're just very nurturing people. And so not only do we hold our anxieties, but a lot of times we hold other people's anxieties and burdens and we have a hard time um, letting them go and, yes. um, and trusting and just easing and getting into that peace mode. Um, my husband's a very peaceful person and sometimes it irritates me so much. <laughs> I don't know if your husband's like that, but I'm like, can't you just be mad right now? Or can't you, just, I'm just dealing with it all and all these emotions are coming up and I'm just anxious. And, and, you know, he kind of, one of the things that he and I have learned growing up is just, if it doesn't matter five years from now, it doesn't matter now. And maybe we'll talk about that later, but um, it's true. If, I mean, we could have so much anxiety or we have so many fears about things that are never going to happen anyway. Right. So most of our fears come from that things that are never going to happen. Um, so I think that as moms, this is something that's really important. I feel like it's relevant right now. Um, right. Why do you think that this topic matters so much? Well, I feel right now in the situation that we're in, there's a lot of uncertainties. And in 2020, things changed very quickly for everyone. And I, I think about, you know, the public school kids and, you know, one day they're in school and the next day they're quarantined. And us as moms, we were like, you know, I know everyone jokes about the whole toilet paper rush, but, um, but those things were real. You know, if people are hoarding toilet paper now, are they going to be hoarding the food that I I need to feed my family tomorrow, you know? So all of those, those changes and all of the unexpected came very quickly. And I think that we were all like surprised and thrown off course. And whenever you're thrown off course, you start to worry. You worry about your family. You worry about yourself. You worry about your husband. Um, and I was thinking before when you were talking, we take on the responsibility of other people's happiness as well. At least I know I do with my family. You know, if my child is unhappy, then I'm like, I'm responsible for making them happy. And I don't think that's necessarily right, but we do that. And so we, then we become stressed out and anxious because other people in the family are stressed out and anxious or unhappy. And we want to fix everything. And I think that's just part of our role is, 
you know, role as moms trying to keep our family running smoothly, that we take on all of that negative um, and sometimes we internalize it and we don't really let it go. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that's what we're focusing on today. We're focusing on figuring out how to let this anxiety go and how to add peace back into our lives and um, really slow it down and just um, embrace today. Um, yes. So uh, we're going to have, we have three tips Heather has for us. So listen in, if you're driving, just really tune in. If you're not driving, you might want to get a notepad and write some of this down because these are going to be spitfire um, kind of quick tips that you can use to implement peace in your life. So um, when it comes to controlling anxiety, what is your first tip you have for us, Heather? My first tip is tuning out the world. And I don't mean to go off in some cabin up in Alaska, away from all civilization, though that might be a good idea. I mean, I mean, just take a break. And we are in a society where there's social media, there's the news. We have, you know, back in the day, they had newspapers. That was it. You know, now we have TV, we have cell phones, we have the internet, we have people calling us and texting us all of the time. We sometimes need to step away from that. And, and I don't mean permanently, I don't mean everything even, but if one of those things tends to make your anxiety worse, or you feel might be toxic for you, then just take a break from it. And um, sometimes it could be just for an afternoon. I just need to get away. I need some quiet. I need to think. I need to pray. You know, do that. Or if it's for an extended period of time, you know, perhaps you have family members who are very negative and they're feeding you information that is causing you more anxiety, whether it be, you know, the news or just family drama, just let it go leave it alone. Just say, I'm taking a break or say nothing. Um, and just take your break and tune out the world and then tune into God. And I think that, you know, I don't know that tuning out the world is enough. I feel as if we also have to tune into God because we can't handle all of the things that are going on around us on our own. And even if you, you know, try to eliminate the most of the stressors, some of them remain. There's still a pandemic going on. You know, we're still worried about our families. You know, our husbands still need to be working. Our children still need to be fed, you know? So you can't like tune it all out. Um, it still exists. So you tune out what you can and then tune into God and allow God to give you the peace through everything else, you know? Yeah. I love that. Tuning out the world and tuning into God. Something that I've been doing um, I may have talked about on the, on the podcast. I may not have by now, but is I tune out social media and I actually, and I learned this from Stephanie Gass. She's one of my favorite um, mama entrepreneur podcasters and she deleted her apps every day at five o'clock and on the weekend. And I've been doing that. And I'm telling you, it has been a life changer because I'm kind of more tuned into my real world than yes. I was before. And I needed that because I have kind of an addictive personality. So if I start something, I like to finish it. And so I am one who will get on the scroll and be on it too long. But I've noticed that when I've been intentional with that, that now I don't really scroll at all. Even if I keep it on my phone, I kind of like forget about it. <laughs> and it's great because yeah. I think that is, I mean, we need to tune out um, the world. And I think social media a lot of times has been negative in this past year. So I don't want to, um, I don't want my mind filled with all of that. I really, and it's really hard to tune into God when you're filling yourself with 
all this junk. So exactly. It's hard to hear God's voice when your head is full of everything else. Exactly. And I feel like, um, all of that input will then swirl around in your head and, you know, then what do you do with it? You know, you're thinking about what other people are saying, or you're thinking about what you should have said in reply and, or you're thinking about, you know, the fear caused by a news broadcast or whatever, you know, so sometimes you would just need to cancel it all out and allow yourself that period of peace. Yeah, I love it. So if you need to do that, that's one of the tips. Um, so leaning into God, that's a must. Tuning the world out. Um, what's our next step? The next step would be remaining joyful. And I think that people confuse joy and happiness. And happiness is a feeling, but joy is a state of being. And uh, we often allow ourselves to be negatively affected by what goes on around us. And that would be, you know, a feeling, happiness, sadness. But what we really need to do is turn to God and find true joy. And whenever I am feeling particularly anxious, um, I do put on a lot of praise music because I feel as if that praising God, that being thankful that you have a creator that loves you, being thankful that you are okay right now, you know, being thankful that um, that you're, you're not facing all of this alone. And um, I often think of the verse from Habakkuk. I'm going to read it if that's okay. Um, Habakkuk chapter three, and it says, although the fig tree will not blossom and neither will there be fruit on the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail and the fields will yield no meat. The flock will be cut off from the fold and there will be no herds in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength and he will make my feet like hinds feet and he will make me to walk upon high places. And I feel as if here on earth, we do have high places where we can escape all of the bad things that are happening around us. And I don't mean to be like lofty and aloof and in your own little world. I just mean, you know, taking all of that to God and being okay with it all because we have someone greater. Um, and Habakkuk was obviously in the middle of some sort of a drought, you know, there was no food, but he still rejoiced. And no matter what bad things are going on in our lives, we have reason to rejoice because we are saved, because we have a God who is great, because, you know, we are loved and taken care of. Mm -hmm. I love that. And actually, I, I do think that one of the biggest antidotes to anxiety is praise. Yes. Um, and we are called to it. We're called to doing it in the good and in the bad, when we want to, when we don't want to, um, because of who God is. And I think you're right. I, when I crank up that praise music, um, it helps me. That's one thing that I have learned when my household is loud and chaotic, or I just feel <laughs> really anxious or whatever. I mean, I have three boys. It's going to be loud all the time, but right. and I usually tune it out, but there are times or when my anxieties rise, I can, con I can control. I mean, I control the atmosphere of our house. And a lot of times I'm the one that's making it chaos. But when right. I put that praise music on, it's like this piece comes on, even if it's loud still, it's so weird, but it's yes. true. And that's what the praise is all about. It's like finding that joy in the midst of the crazy. And I think, I wonder if you think, um, because I, I agree, I think happiness and joy are two very separate things. Um, do you think that you can feel unhappiness and still have joy? 
I would say yes, because happiness is happiness or unhappiness is a feeling. Um, joy would then be what you would draw strength from in order to get through whatever you're feeling, you know, so you're not supposed to be in a state of unhappiness for a long period of time, you know, feelings come and go, you're angry, you cool off, you know, you're happy, whatever made you happy goes away, you know, Christmas is over, the birthday party is over, you know, um, and so you just have to keep like reminding yourself that we cycle through all of that real true joy is not dependent on those changing feelings. Those feelings come from our circumstances. Yeah. I like that. Um, I always say feelings are schizophrenic because they are, it's like they are. one day, one time, one minute you're like raging the other minute you're super happy and then you're annoyed. And then you know, and it's just so funny how our emotions can do that and how we have to learn how to control that and realize that yes. our emotions aren't truth. They're not fact. Um, they, they are wavering. So we have to go with the constant right. and really understand. And I think joy is the constant. Um, that's what exactly does, right. And so, um, so I love that. So what's your final tip for us as we face anxiety, what should we do? Focus on the now. And this is hard for all of us um, because we're always planning ahead. We're thinking about, um, you know, what could happen? What if? Don't, what if? Just stop yourself. Don't think about what if, you know, um, when you cross that bridge, God will lead you to what you're supposed to do. And God will assure that you are okay. Um, and by okay, I don't even necessarily mean that nothing bad is going to happen to you because we know that it does, but we know that he's walking with us. He says, you know, when you pass through the fire, I will be with you. When you walk through the waters, I will be with you. And so um, think about the now, right now, you know, when your anxiety starts to build, what I often do is I'll take one of my kids, usually my youngest, and I will hug him super tight. And I just remind myself that right here, right now, everything is fine. We are all together. We are all loved. God is taking care of us. That's all we need. And I think anxiety tends to build when we start to think about the unknown, you know, well, this could happen. And so you become anxious over something that might not have even happened yet, you know, because you're anticipating it. And I think the pandemic really brought that in because we anticipate all the time people getting sick, our loved ones possibly dying, you know, from this terrible virus. And so, um, I mean, and then those reminders are everywhere. You walk into the store and everyone's masked and, you know, the mandates from the governors and this and that. And so we are in this constant state of fear that something terrible is going to happen to us or our family. And, but it had, you know, for some of us, it hasn't happened right now. And some of us have gotten sick and you've been fine. And then sadly, you know, a lot of people have died from it, but God is there helping you through that. You know, God will strengthen you and he will bring you peace during those periods of grief. Yeah. I love it. The focusing on the now is so important. And I'm one, I'm a very visionary person, Heather, you know that yes. um, I'm always <laughs> thinking about the next big thing, but at the same time, I, I learned to, how to focus on the now with a huge busy schedule when I was in the, in the role, like 500 million different roles and jobs. And I, I'm not kidding. When I say 500 million, it was crazy. I don't know what I did or why I did it. But <laughs> one thing I did get good at is on Sundays, I wrote out my whole week. 
and I wrote it all out, every single little thing. And I'm telling you, every space was filled. So if I looked at that whole week, I had so much anxiety. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get all this stuff done. But then I learned to focus in on the day. Right. I can do anything for a day, right? And I can get through this day and then I'll go to the next. So I always planned it all out. Um, and obviously that stuff changes, but at least I had that big plan, but then focusing in on the day and it's like focusing on here and now. So we can worry right. so much about what's going to happen. Like you said, um, that, you know, a lot of things we think about aren't even going to happen. And, but instead we should focus in on today because God, I mean, he's even said in his word that if he feeds the birds of the air and he clothes the lilies and all these things, how much more does he love us? Right? right. He is our provider. And we need to lean into that and trust that and just stay in the day and he will direct our steps. Right. And when you were talking about your schedule, it made me think of that quote by Elizabeth Elliott, you know, do the next thing. Mm. You know, when you think about everything that you have to do, just do the next thing, you know, feed your child or, you know, get your schoolwork done or, you know, have your meeting or whatever. But just when we focus on just the next thing, the here and now, then the rest of it will fall into place and you'll cross those bridges when you get there. I love that. Oh, I love this today. I am feeling peaceful. Are you feeling peaceful? <laughs> yes. Good. So, so Heather and I talked about facing anxiety and the first step that she shared with us was tuning out the world and tuning into God. Um, the second one was remaining joyful and understanding the difference between joyfulness and happiness, and that joy is a constant. And number three is to focus on the now. Don't focus on the, I mean, plan for the future, yes. Just don't focus and dwell there. We're focusing on the now, right where we are, being present, being intentional, right where we are. And I think those are three awesome tips for today. I hope you all enjoyed it. Heather, thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to have you on this show, sharing all of your wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your gifting, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.